You have to click the stop record button. Yeah. Oh, gosh darn it. Caitlin, what? Why is it still recording? I was making noises. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Good morrow, adventurers, and welcome to our podcast. Our show discusses all things Dungeons and Dragons and other fantasy genres. We are your co hosts, Mandy and Katie. I am beyond excited tonight to introduce to you our very beyond. own. Beyond excited. <laughs> our very own full-time dungeon master christopher bennett he has an extra special place in my heart because he's my husband so welcome chris and thank you for joining us today on our good morrow podcast thank you for having me uh we are diving into the world of world building as the dm now chris has created homebrews from day one really we've played for three years now You've always had quite a bit of a homebrew. Yeah, yeah. I think probably in all of the campaigns that you've done. Um, I've never once run a module ever. Yeah, I remember when when your husband Jason um asked me like, what was it? It was like three months in, four months into the first campaign, and he's like, "Where do you get all the content for the modules? Oh, yeah. I can't find any of this content in any of the modules." And I was like, "I, I, I don't." It's all up here. It's all brain. <laughs> yep. Oh Decades of reading fantasy material and playing fantasy mm-hmm. video games and RPGs will warp your mind forever. Well, so I'm curious though, I because I feel like this campaign that we're playing right now is a little bit different in that you've completely homebrewed the entire world. And before we were playing in Farron, but it was like Chris Bennett's Farron right? Where uh, there were, you know, little things that were different, you know, the Elven Kingdom that you basically created for Katie and I, thanks by the way, and all those other things. How has that process been different? And like, what what are the similarities? It's definitely a lot different. Um, With the first couple of campaigns, it was like, you know, we're based in Farron. So you might run into characters that I didn't have to create, who had entire backstories and history or mm-hmm. cities that I didn't have to create and I could find resources for easily, like the names of districts down to like the culture of the people and and the history of the, of a place, which you don't realize is really important until you have yeah. to build all of it. So right. this campaign, I've built everything, the languages, the world, um, cities, NPCs, cultures, topography the map um the the deities the magic system everything and it's uh daunting uh sometimes for sure so anyone who's thinking about doing it first off do it (laughs) it is such an amazing creative outlet but secondly it's a lot and you can go a little too deep i've gone a little too deep in some areas where i was like but let's learn about why grass grows on specific sides of mountains. Yeah, what type and of soil? We're gonna break mm-hmm. down the soil, and then that's how I'm gonna make this map accurate. Like, relax. It's a fantasy world. I think anyone who's getting started with it, what I really had to start with was tone and theme. Mm. And once I got started with those two things, I determined like what I what what kind of universe this really was. Then other questions were easier to answer. Like, I've got a general theme and a tone. So, does that fit a grim, dark fantasy, or does that fit a 
you know, high fantasy or epic fantasy or kind of a realistic fantasy. And then once I did that, well, then it's like, okay, I can start working into what the magic system is, what are items, what's happened and start playing around, but like starting with the theme and the tone, if you're going to this extent that I've done and, and jumping down this rabbit hole. So I started again with that central theme. And then I kind of built out as I went, like, what races do I want to include? What do I don't, you know, because of the OGL, I took out races, you know, I was worried yeah, about yeah. my ideas or my universe having any kind of claim against it. So I took out some Ooh. races and said, you know what, I can't include that. Or what would be my own take on that? Because I also want players to resonate with certain races too. So mm-hmm. yeah. because it's so all encompassing um, and at times maybe daunting and overwhelming, what made you want to jump down this rabbit hole and create a world? My job doesn't provide me a lot of opportunity for a creative outlet to answer your question. So for me, it's I, I get to mm-hmm. build things. And then the other thing is, is uh, it's a challenge and it's fun. Um, my players, you all, uh, have consistently <laughs> told me that it's an interesting world. Like mm-hmm. they want to learn more. They want to delve in. Mm, Two part question. How much time do you normally spend a week, roughly, prepping for D&D? So, like, we'll just say last year. And then how much... Like, like how much time did I spend when we were in a established universe like Farron versus yes. how much time I'm spending now Free in my own building. universe in Cadria? Yeah. Um, one who's considering this. Well, for every demon, it's going to be different. For every person, true. it's going to be different, Right. I am very concerned about uh, like creating a world that is always following its own rules and then being consistent in my lore, which isn't like every DM is concerned about that. But some people, it's okay. Like they don't worry about that. For me, I'm a little paranoid about it. With Farron, if I take out the time I was building like minis and making terrain, because that was a ton of time. Maybe two to five hours prepping. Uh, depending on the week, depending on if it was a completely homebrew session or if you were going to like a city of Waterdeep or something, you know, where I could rely on other narratives and things that have mm-hmm. been created in the past by other people. I So with Good Morrow, y'all don't see me on the podcast very often. Um, and I don't have my own content stream yet because we eventually will want to record our campaign in my universe. So I spend like 20 to 30 hours a week just prepping creating if that's prepping for the session itself i probably spend like five hours prepping for the session itself but yeah. that's on top of the rest of the hours prepping the lore creating you know unique magical items and creatures and areas and characters and all that other stuff with all of the time that you spend doing all of the world brewing how do you manage your time so huh. you have five kids you have a needy wife <laughs> I'm not. She owns it. I just. Like, yes, you are. Wow! Yes, you wow! Are. Wow! You are. You are. For the screen. I say this. You can all tell. I am. I know. I know you as an audience. You can all tell. Wow. Okay. I don't. It's have fine. Guys. No. It's fine. Okay. Anyway. She's I've wearing been, the makeup to hide it. Anyway, continue. I see, <laughs> the wife. Um, you have a full time <laughs> career. Not to mention like a thriving career, by the way. Like this is awesome. You are. Anyway. Um, and then just like downtime outside of Good Morrow or 
I mean, if there is any outside of D&D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how are you doing that? Are you doing it? Um, I am. <laughs> so you can't world build 24-7. Some people can. Kudos to you. I honestly, though, feel like you really can't world build 24-7 um, because you need to also fill the bucket. So think of your creativity as a bucket, right? At least that's how I think of it. Yeah. And your knowledge, your your total, you know, skill set as a bucket. Unless you're filling the bucket with information and with knowledge and with ideas and other, you know, content, then you're going to have nothing to draw on for your own creativity. And, you know, there's jokes in D&D when you look at forums and you're in Reddit and, and you're looking around how people are like, oh, DMs just regurgitate stories that we've all read. You know, so did Shakespeare, so did everybody. Like we've all regurgitated stories for hundreds and thousands of years. So really it comes down to can you tell it in a more compelling way? Can you tell it with a new angle? You know, what is what is the unique aspect to this particular story or world or area that's unique to you and special, right? You know, plot twists surprise everyone because everyone hasn't read all the content in the world, right? I'm not saying plagiarize, try not to, you know, but also don't feel bad if you're like, I want to make a, uh, you know, this one story was really cool in this book I read one time and I would love to create something similar, you know, with the right, the right gravitas. Like, but so anyway, my point is, I'm digressing. My point is that you've got to have downtime in addition to your world building. So if I'm like cranking through world building and I'm just like hitting a wall and I'm just stuck, time to take a break. Let's go play, uh, you know, New World is my current MMO that I like to play. Or go play some Diablo or jump on um, another game I'm on to right now is BattleBit. Oh, my gosh, it is too fun. Um, (laughs) But, like, do that or go watch some anime. Go watch some fantasy movies. Go break out some fantasy books and start, you know, filling it that way. But you got to recharge so I've never homebrewed my own universe because I've watched you do it and it's not for me because um, you look tired. <laughs> I, I go a little overboard. I but think anyone can homebrew. It also depends on how often you guys play. Like if yeah. you guys play once a month, you got tons of time to prepare. That's a fair point. Um, yeah. We play every week and that's a lot. So mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, play no, I was just thinking back to last summer because I homebrewed the story I homebrewed and there was a couple factions that I homebrewed, but the world was in Faerun, right? We were playing in an established world and it wasn't necessarily general Faerun. It was Chris Bennett's Faerun because I wanted the opportunity to bring in some other stuff if I wanted to. Um, and I started with like, okay, some of it was homebrewed along the way because y'all did some stuff that I wasn't expecting. Sure. So I was like, well, okay, so they're going this place. So what 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 would be here and why is it here? I think that's a fantastic you know, way to, to tackle like, I think that's like, a why, why would they be here? Yeah. Take a module like, and then make it yours. Mm-hmm. Play with it. Don't don't I mean that's start off with what I'm doing and make an entire universe and punish yourself yeah. for having a hobby. Um like just have fun. <laughs> be creative. Um I really, I mean that's I, on Oh, go ahead. I was going to say that's kind of what I think call of the nether deep is going to turn into because y'all everybody's really strong character and it's fun to try to see how i'm moving things along and if y'all don't want to do this story it's called the nether deep that's awesome because i have a couple of other ideas but it's fun to try to fit everybody into a module and it's almost harder i think with really experienced players um especially in an established group 
where everybody oh. kind of knows how to play with each other. Yeah. I can see that. I think adventures and modules are a blast and the content and mm-hmm. the stories. And it's so fun to see what writers have come up with, especially when they're professional writers and they have oh, like absolutely. teams and a lot of resources behind them to see these cool things they make. Um, and those are a great place to start. Start small, make a homebrew sub race, make a homebrew item, make a homebrew spell. And if you mess it up, that's okay. You learn like, I made a player character a spell this campaign around. I, I'm I feel like I'm decent at balancing. I don't understand the deep mathematics of the game, but I understand enough to where I can I can balance pretty well. Until I made this particular spell, and they got into a very specific situation in which the spell was always always yes. hyper effective. It's awesome. Um, and and it, it frankly it frankly worked <laughs> yeah. out because also that that event was too hard. I overbalanced. Yeah. I went too far on one side, and Oof. it worked out. But what did I do after that? And what has now been balanced? That spell, right? So um, I also, I created a homebrew subclass for the first time in this campaign. And one of the players is playtesting it. And we've gone through, now we're on iteration three. Mm -hmm. And uh, iteration three is phenomenal. And he's so excited. He hasn't even had a chance since we've updated it to play since then. And and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be so cool. Right. So don't be afraid. Start somewhere. Start small. Yeah. That's what I'd say. Are you having fun? Am I having fun? Yes. I enjoy it a lot. And I'm not a perfect DM by any means. My biggest thing is like, just do it. If you want to DM, just do it. What's the worst that can happen? And if you have players that you DM for and they're and they're rude to you, (laughs) like that's their problem. Go play with different people. Get a good group. Just kick them out of your table. Yep. Cheer all out. <laughs> no, it's D- true. DMs are hard to find. And yeah. um, I see a lot of other groups struggle with that. And it breaks my heart because the DM is also a player. And they're also having fun. Yeah. So everyone should you have just, fun. You just get to run a bunch of characters at one time. Yep. And fun fact, almost every NPC that I've created has a little bit of backstory just in my head because that's how I exist as a person as I have to understand them a little bit to play them. Well, if you do have any other questions for our DM, uh, this one or Mandy or anyone, feel free to comment down below and ask us your questions and we will definitely respond back to you. Thank you for joining us and we hope to see you next week. Well, thank you for having me on. I hope I answered some questions and at least piqued some of y'all's curiosity enough to to give some homebrewing uh, and world building your own shot. Yeah. Goodbye. what to say after that don't just move forward really that's all you can do